The National Treasury Employees Union is still moving on with two lawsuits related to the government shutdown. The threat of another shutdown is over for now, but the union says some big goals are driving it to keep moving. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me in studio to talk about the status of those two lawsuits and also about the status of another slow-moving government reorganization that's going to impact a lot of federal workers. And, Nicole, let's start with that NTEU. They've got not one but two shutdown lawsuits. They do, and I'll start with the complicated one first. So NTEU is arguing a couple of things here. They're saying that the concept of forcing federal employees to work without pay, so the concept of an accepted employee to begin with, when agencies don't have the appropriations to pay them, so they're saying, we'll, we'll pay you back later, that's unconstitutional. It conflicts with the Anti-Deficiency Act. They also take issue with how the Trump administration decided to broaden the category of people who are considered accepted employees and recall some of them back to work throughout the recent shutdown. And, you know, while NTEU acknowledges that it's over, they're still pursuing it because they believe they could really potentially impact some real constitutional issues here. And they're actually trying to bring a literal end to government shutdowns. That's the end goal. Here's NTEU National President Tony Reardon. The sort of thought behind it is if you don't have the appropriation in place to pay employees, then they don't work. Well, guess what? My bet is that Congress is going to do what they got to do to make sure that there, is an appro- that there are appropriations in place so that we do not have shutdowns. Yeah, so this really does broaden the idea from earlier lawsuits, which were simply to get the back pay because of the Fair Labor Standards Act. This is much broader and really wants to underdo the Benjamin Civiletti famous decision of whatever it was, 1980-something. But there's two lawsuits. There are two lawsuits. The first one that you just mentioned, Tom, um, that one is currently before the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia. The judge on that case has agreed to move forward with the government's preferred route here, which is a motion to dismiss. But the judge acknowledged that, you know, I could dismiss the motion to dismiss and believes that if he does do that, which we don't know yet, um, this could really be precedential. And he plans to make a decision if it were to go that far by mid-September on this. Now, the second one is before the U.S. Court of Federal Claims. NTEU has 10,000 bargaining unit employees who have opted into that class action lawsuit. Whoa. And that's that's a lot, yeah, because the 2013 lawsuit that argues the exact same thing had just 25,000 total federal employees. I've asked AFGE for some numbers from them, how many bargaining unit employees they have. We'll find out soon, I believe. But, yeah, they're bringing people in on that one. What else is the NTEU focused on this year besides that lawsuit? The lawsuits are a priority, obviously, but they're you know, paying attention to the typical pay and retirement benefits uh, that NTEU believes will be most likely brought up again in the president's upcoming. Bread and butter stuff. Exactly. At this point, that's what they are becoming. The president's budget is coming out next week, and NTEU says, you know, we'll probably see more of the same. But they're also focused on a couple priorities that are obviously concerns for other big federal employee unions But you don't hear them spoken about in quite the same way that NTEU is describing them. And, you know, this one goes to the broad concept of civil service reform, whatever that means. Here's, again, NTEU President Tony Reardon. Now, our legislative agenda is not based on taking the civil service backwards, but holding firm to what we have and seeking ways to make improvements. 
So we're interested in keeping talented employees and making common sense changes that improve the workplace while strengthening agency missions and service to the American people. NTU National President Tony Reardon right there. He doesn't take it off the table. He doesn't say no civil service modernization, which we have heard other federal unions say. But he's saying, you know, we want to keep with what we have, which I believe in this case refers to some of those benefits that we've been talking about. Now, preserving the Office of Personnel Management, another priority for NTEU. We know that uh, the administration has suggested breaking OPM up, moving parts to GSA, policy to the White House. Here's what here's what Reardon had to say about that one. Do understand that I will be the first to tell you that uh, OPM does have some faults. It does. But that said, it's an independent agency that shields our workforce from direct political control, and that must be maintained. And a pretty passionate Tony Reardon. And you brought up OPM reorganization. And you're also reporting, getting away from the lawsuits, a small, tiny piece of that that's moving forward. What's going on there? Right. So David Norquist, who's been performing the duties of DOD's deputy secretary, he has signed a memo authorizing the transfer of DISA's National Background Investigation Service. Those are the IT systems that DISA has been trying to build out for the past couple years now to the Defense Security Service. And DSS is ultimately going to be the entity that will transform into this new security clearance organization. We can't say it's an agency. It's an organization. So that brings the IT systems and the people moving with them to set up this ultimate reorganization. It impacts about 40 employees who are working on MDIS and 12 joint service provider employees. The DOD consolidated adjudications facility, which handles the majority of security clearances coming in and out, because of DOD's wide scope here, that will move by October 1st to DSS. The DISA elements will plan on moving uh, by October 1st of 2020. So in other words, this is setting the table almost for the, when we ever get that presidential executive order of moving the NBIB itself to DOD. Exactly. Setting the table is a perfect way to describe it. DOD is making moves that it said it would ultimately make that it can do on its own because, again, it's just moving parts of DOD to another part of DOD, which, yes, will set up this broader government-wide security clearance provider. All right. So the glacier is melting. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Be sure to check out her story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Stories. 